welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Nick Jimenez. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about Heaven Sent, part one of the series nine uh, finale. Um, feels like we just started this season. It really, and, uh, it really, yeah. it really flew by this year. Yeah, real, real fast. Um, so uh, we're going to be talking about that before we do. A um, couple of a uh, couple of things have happened. Uh, since since last week, so I thought we could uh, we could talk about those uh, Doctor Who related news items. Yeah. Um, one, uh, which happened earlier today, as of this recording, uh, it looks like it is all but confirmed that Peter Jackson will be directing an episode of Doctor Who next season. What? what? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he posted a video on his Facebook today uh, in which he was <laughs> polishing his Oscars. Um, when, oh, my God. <laughs> he's so... When the doc- that's awesome. When the doctor arrives, uh, at, like Peter Capaldi arrives and gives him a contract from Moffat to direct an episode of Who. Well, that's adorable. I need to watch that. Huh. Yeah. So he survived um, making The Hobbit. Like, he's okay. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. That's awesome. He's all right. Uh, looks better than ever. Yay! Real... Looks looks healthy. Is he back to like King Kong <laughs> shape? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 a little guy again. That's um, awesome. So uh, so so yeah, that looks like that looks like that's uh, that's definitely going to happen. Now the big question is how much he's going to direct, um, because there seems to be some uh, disparage disparity around like. Because his whole thing, the reason it's taken this long, because Peter Jackson is like a massive Doctor Who fan. Sure. The reason yeah. it's taken this long is because he, uh, if you know anything about Peter Jackson, he hates leaving New Zealand for any reason. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so his argument has apparently always been, why don't we, why don't why don't you bring the production to New Zealand, and I'll direct as much as you want. Um, what and 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 Moffat was like well why can't we just fly you to Cardiff and you direct an episode for like you know five days or whatever and uh apparently some 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 something has happened uh I don't know if they're going to shoot like a two-parter in New Zealand or if Peter Jackson's directing the entire next series or that's crazy what's Son happening bitch you, you lose internet for like two hours yeah yeah um so so we're not sure because there's not been like there hasn't been like a press release yet so we don't know exactly what's going to happen um my theory is that we're gonna we're gonna get that mini season that we that had been rumored for a while and or like or it's gonna sure, be like yeah one series like cut in half like, or something yeah, like four, that four, three four episode season whatever or something like that right and then peter jackson is going to direct the entirety of one chunk of that oh my gosh um or i don't i don't know and it's and it's going to all be shot in new zealand which would be really cool as far as like a new, yeah like a new like, like visual palette for the show oh yeah totally i think that'd be really cool guys um hmm. merry christmas <laughs> and then <laughs> 
And then, uh, but I also, I also could see like, like what, what could be so important that you would get Peter Jackson to direct it. I wonder if it's not going to be Capaldi's regeneration story. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. Yeah. Cause there's no way, I mean, Capaldi's so, such an older, like older guy and he's, he's made himself into quite a physical doctor. Um, As we yeah. saw in this and, episode. Right. And so I, I can't imagine he's going to be on board for longer than three years. So that would make next next series yeah. his final. Well, that's almost. Series. I mean, like you know, three seasons. That that's kind of a proper amount of time for any doctor, regardless of age. I think. Yeah, like, like I mean, yeah. that's um, that's that's uh, that was that was Troughton is started yeah. that like, sort of tradition. We we forget, but like you know, because Matt Smith and David Tennant both sort of stayed on for longer than usual ten years. That it's actually kind of unusual for a doctor to be on for that long. They no, they were only three series. I guess it just feels longer. Yeah, it feels longer, but it's not, it, and that's 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 the big trick. Although Tenet was four years because he had those specials. right. It was because right, like yeah. their tenure was spread out throughout time. Right, but it was still only three seasons. It just took. It's kind of like how Benedict Cumberbatch has only done three seasons of Sherlock. Right, but it feels he's he's actually he's only done nine. Episodes. He's only done nine episodes of that show. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so Peter Jackson is, uh, directing Doctor Who next season. Son of a How bitch. much and what exactly, uh, is to be determined, but that's well, a thing that's happening. Well, to quote Drake in future, what a time to be alive. Indeed. <laughs> and speaking of Merry speaking Christmas. Speaking of Drake. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Merry Christmas, um, the title of the Christmas special has been announced. Oh my gosh, Scott. <laughs> I didn't know any guy. And, I, I'm not. I'm not putting you on. I didn't know any of this. All right. And uh, the title is. And I want to preface this by saying it. At first, I heard it and it was like, "Oh, that's kind of annoying." But then I thought about it and I was like, "Actually, no. I actually like it a lot." Spectre. Uh, it's the husbands <laughs> of River Song. Oh, I like that a lot. The husbands of River Song. Huh. That's cool. It, yeah. I mean, the, uh, I, the, the problem. The problem is that it it connects. Uh, linguistically to the wedding of River Song and that's a little yeah. scary. I don't but wait, uh, wait, I, but the, that the, doesn't mean anything. It's just a title. The wedding of River that, Song. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I'm not familiar with that one. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, the husbands of River Song, I think it's cute and it's and it's nice and it's Christmassy, Christmassy and um, yeah. it, I, it'll be really cool if it's just like a Christmas rom com. Like that's Oh that's my god, like a like a Richard Curtis kind of like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh That'd man, really I want to find out. I, I want there to that. be sort of like a, a. I mean, this is totally me fantasizing, but so is you know. I mean, everything else is happening today. But I'm imagining like kind of like a murderer's row of like English character actors as like I'm married to River Song. No, I'm married. You know what I mean? That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, sort of similar yeah. to the Doctor's kind of like uh, Marilyn Monroe situation from a few years back. Right. Right. Um, yeah, totally. I, I, I also think, uh, you know, cause you told me, I think late last week about that interviewer with Moffat, where he said that the Christmas special of this year yes, yeah. was originally going to be his final episode. He was going to be out. Um, I have a feeling that whatever this Peter Jackson thing is, is what brought him back. 
Yeah. Because he was like, there's no way I'm not writing the episode that Peter Jackson is directing. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, there was an Entertainment Weekly story that, like, the tweet canceled or something. I don't know what happened, but um, he was uh, – when Moff, when the Moffat first sat down to write the script for The Husbands of River Song, he was under the impression that it was his uh, – also his final episode. Mm-hmm. Which, as we all know, like, hasn't happened yet because it hasn't announced it yet, but, like, it's – it's a coming, you know, like it, the end is definitely on his, on his, on his, on his, on his moffy brain. You can feel you it. You can feel it in the air. You yeah. could feel it coming in the air as early as tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So lots of, uh, lots of interesting Doctor Who news. Yeah, big things popping, uh, little things stopping, as they say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Peter. I had no idea that any of this is going on all day. I know, Scott. <laughs> Um, you usually, somehow you usually don't run across Doctor Who news until like a couple days after it's announced. So, yeah. um, cause of, uh, I don't know, Tumblr. Or something. Speaking of which, I just know that, I just know that like all of a sudden, like it'll be like three days after something is announced and then like, you'll just come out of nowhere in all caps about something. And I'll be like, what? Why didn't anyone tell me about this? But thank you for <laughs> yeah. telling me about uh, this. Speaking of which, uh, I've done really good about not getting spoiled because I haven't been on Tumblr as much as I usually am, you know? So I've been mm-hmm. really good about, you know, watching episodes on like a Sunday or a Monday and not getting spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, I was just like hanging around over the long holiday break and I'm like, oh, what's Tumblr up to? And I just go on Tumblr and it's like, Gallifrey! Welcome oh, to Gallifrey! Yeah. It's Gallifrey! Oh, like, no. Well, like, the, one, the one time that I decide to like flip on the old internet that it's but it was cool i wasn't that and they kind of they even tell you in the log line right like if you read the log line on itunes it says like you know and on the other side of this adventure gallifrey you know what i mean yeah it was weird. i think it said that on the um like the wikipedia summary which i thought was kind of weird mm. um but i didn't know how it would come into play yeah i didn't have that yeah. spoiled for me at all so i don't know oh Yay. nice yeah, because yeah, I, I watch I watch it on Saturday. So let's talk about uh, Heaven Sent, uh, written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Rachel Talali, uh, who is a returning director from uh, last season, in which she uh, she also did Death in Heaven and um, Dark Water, which were fantastic um, episodes. Both, which were fantastic episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. she also directed uh, Tank Girl. So there's that. Um, okay, so I'm. I'll, let's start this off. I'm just going to throw the gauntlet down. Uh, I think this might be the best episode of Doctor Who I've ever seen. Really? Yep. It's... I, I watched it again just before uh, we recorded, and it, it it lost nothing. Like, you know, because this obviously has, like, a really big sort of... Not not like a twist, but like a revelatory... Revelatory? Revelatory. Revelatory Revelatory ending on, like, multiple fronts. I mean, you've got Mm -hmm. Gallifrey, and you've got, you know, the reveal of what's going on. Um, All that stuff is, you know, kind of twisty, Shyamalanian or whatever, but it took nothing away from the story for me. Like, this is unbelievable, and it's just so quintessentially the doctor to me um what he does in this story 
is is so it's just so it's perfect and not only i mean this probably goes without saying because of me calling it my favorite doctor who story of all time but also the fact that um i i think that this is also the most moffity episode of doctor who um and and the fact that it's also the best one makes me really happy you know <laughs> interesting because 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 the thing is is like Moffity has become sort of a, like code for bad, like yeah. messy and all over the place. And but this one is very Moffity, but it is it is tight, like really tight. But still feels um uh like 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 he's making it up as it goes along, which gives it like this really cool feeling about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it feels like Moffat is right there with the doctor on every page of this script, figuring it out as he goes along. Like when he dives into, um, you know, the doctor's mind palace, which is basically what it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's very Sher- Sherlocky. Yeah. Um, but when he goes into the doctor's mind palace and he has the doctor being like, okay, so obviously I'm going to get out of this. How am I going to do it? I feel like that's Moffat just like figuring it out on the page in like yeah. this really cool way where like the doctor and his showrunner are running so like so much in sync in tandem that they've sort of become the same person it's kind of it's just it's incredible to me i i absolutely loved this episode backwards and forwards um what did you guys think (laughs) (laughs) um i i enjoyed it I will say that I think this is um, Capaldi's one of Capaldi's best episodes. Like I know we keep saying that, oh, this is Capaldi's best episode, and this one is Capaldi's best episode. But I literally can't imagine any other doctor in this scenario Mm-mm. doing what he is doing. Like hundred percent, yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Um, like, I, can you imagine? Like, I just had a conversation with. Um, someone earlier today about this episode yeah. and about how they're just waiting for Capaldi to die because they hate him. Um, they think what? he's a terrible. Yeah, they think he's a terrible doctor. Who's this? Oh my gosh! And and uh, uh, it's it's nobody. It's just like somebody that I know in real life. Um, so they, they can't. They they they're they're a self proclaimed Doctor Who fan, but they hate Capaldi. Can't wait for him to die. The, every episode, they're disappointed that he's not dead, and. This episode happened, and they're like, God, it was a good episode, but imagine if it was Matt Smith, how much better it would be. No. And I'm like, no, that would be awful. Like, it would be awful because he could never pull this off in a million years. No way. Yeah. No way. Um, um, no way. Like, I don't even – I'm not even totally convinced David Tennant could pull it off the way that Capaldi did because – with Tennant, he had a tendency to make himself very tragic, whereas Capaldi emo. did this without. Yeah, Capaldi did this without. Like he 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 was just like, no, this is just what I have to do. This is my more of like a duty than a. Oh God, isn't my life so hard? You know? Yeah. And it's like it's like this slight variation, but. I still think I think Tennant's version of this story would have been really interesting to watch, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it would have been like that like five minute monologue in the end of time, 
where where he realizes that he has to die. Yeah. It would be like that, but a whole episode of that, you know? And I don't know if that would be great or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, no, you're totally right. This is, this is, a, this is, for me, this is like the quintessential Moffat story, the quintessential Capaldi story. Uh, it's, and it's, and it's quintessentially Doctor Who to me just because, like, this is all about that character of the Doctor mm-hmm. and no one else because there's no one else here. Yeah, I don't think anyone else could probably have pulled off the whole, like, a whole episode talking to yourself. Like, yeah. that's so difficult. Um, oh, totally. man. I liked, I liked it. Um, I liked everything up until the very last line. And I was like, oh, that's dumb. Um, but I'm I, sure well, we'll I have, I have, you, do you, are you talking about, well, let, uh, the, well, before we get, before we get there, let Nick talk. Okay. <laughs> Nick, what did you think? You know, it's really funny, but um, I, I just said that David Tennant was sort of emo, and I think mm-hmm. that's true, because it was very, and like, kind of late emo, you know, like, I'm outside of your window with my radio kind of emo, right. um, like, kind of like, wearing... I mean, he has that he has that whole meme of him, like, the, the him in standing the Standing in the rain, yeah, 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 and he, yeah. he's very, <laughs> yeah. like, no one's ever hurt, no one's ever hurt, like, me before... I'm such a sad little boy. Oh no! And I love Tenet, by the way. I love, I love the, I love the Tenth Doctor. But oh, I love, yeah. I mean, he's my doctor. Yeah, of course, at the of end course. Of the yeah. Day. But the yeah. whole time, um, I think Peter Capaldi. I think the Twelfth Doctor is sort of the quintessential like goth doctor. Um, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like you know, not not so much emo, but more. And like the whole time I was watching this episode. Um, I I made a joke earlier about how Heaven Sent sounds like a like a Cure song. And I'm kind of obsessed with the idea of editing this episode into like a three and a half minute Cure music video. Oh yeah, because there is something so like it's an old man in a in a cool suit wandering around a moody castle with a veil guy, and then he mm-hmm. like, but it's a loop, you know. I'm like, I I really want to set this to like in between days. Or like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. or maybe something a little more. Yeah, maybe something a little that. more done. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Friday, I'm in love. Uh, but yeah, and like, love cats, love cats. Oh man. Um, but no, and like, I just like this whole era of of Capaldi has been so like '80s goth to me. Um, I, I, I feel like if I wanted to, I could sit down and write like a birth movies death length essay about this, but, um, yep, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I do agree with Scott that I do think this sort of has become my, um, I, I understand this sentence means very little because I just said this about, um, the one about the, the found footage one, but I think this is the episode that I will show friends when they because you know a lot of my friends that watch who almost all of them have jumped ship um mm-hmm. like i don't think i don't think i can't name one friend uh one well, a, a new friend i just made but I, any like long-term friends that are still watching the show and mm-hmm. i've been slowly getting them back on board because i'm like oh this was a really good episode they're doing this they're not doing this anymore and I feel like I could, if I could just show them this episode and be like, mm-hmm. by the way, Claire is dead. And just like, you know, like, like show them this episode. <laughs> um, this is the doctor that I've been wanting since 10 regenerated. 
Um, yeah. You know, with no disrespect to the Eleventh Doctor, I think the Eleventh Doctor had some really cool stories, but you know, the poor me, I'm, I'm a sad little boy. Like that's not who the Doctor is to me. I'm so much more into the idea of him. Uh, you know, to quote Clara in a way, you know, get off your arse and win. Um, mm-hmm. And just the image of a doctor over the, you know, because it's so cool because it's like, hey, the only way you could get out of this prison is if you, if you literally punch a diamond for two billion years. And the doctor's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he just does it. And yeah. through sheer force of will. And that's <clears throat> almost kind of like mythic to me that almost kind of elevates the doctor to the level of like Superman and yeah. like Batman and Hercules. And yes, cause, and the fact that it is not like, you know, spring chicken, Matt Smith or early spring, you know, early two thousands, David Tennant, but like old late era Capaldi punching a diamond, you know, like not even in his physical prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had so much to love about this episode. I think the veil and I know we have one episode left, but the veil sort of caps off this season of really terrific, iconic monsters for me. Oh, yeah. Um, and they all kind of have a similar design. Because if you look at the veil and then um, the creature from... Uh, from from the from the lake? Yeah, the one that was voiced by the guy from uh, the Slipknot. Slipknot. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The... The Fisher, oh, the Fisher King. King. The Fisher King, yes. Fisher King, Good. yeah. Cool. We all got there. Um, like, they all kind of look <laughs> the same, you know? Like, they kind of look like they're from the similar sketchbook. Mm-hmm. Kind of Muppety. Muppety, kind of like, like, kind of like. That makes sense, though, because I bet you they just have a new guy in charge of creature design yeah, this season. And I'm telling you, this guy in an elevator with Peter Jackson for like five minutes. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> the stuff they could create. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think this was a, a definitely a high watermark for the show and the season. And it's, it's a shame that more people aren't getting on board because I, this is the kind of, this is the high quality science fiction television that I signed up for like 10 years Mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. So yeah, really, really big fan of this. Um, 146 billion, by the way, years. That's insane. No, 146 billion doctors. Oh, that's that's how many we go through in two in two billion years uh, in two billion years, assuming that it's 365 days a year and his cycle is about five days. It's one hundred and forty six billion doctors. Just dead. But um, what about the what about all the the skulls? that are already in the water though like i assumed that he had been there long before the episode yeah he did 700 years i think is what he said or seven thousand years seven thousand based on when he was looking when he was looking up at the stars he said seven thousand so he's already at seven thousand oh okay i see yeah yeah so so by the end he was looking up at the stars and saying two billion yeah like we didn't even the, the the first timeline that we sort of saw all the way through wasn't even the first one it was like the seven thousand yeah one. yeah right um it was no it was way more than that uh, sure. <laughs> it was like it was like uh i don't know it's probably like closer to like 700,000 um 700,000 cycle so 146 billion um that's that's a that's he died a lot of times um a lot of times and what i loved about that final montage which was edited 
just so incredibly well <laughs> um, was that he was telling a story and he, as he was punching the wall and he would keep getting interrupted by the veil touching him and, and, and frying him. And then uh, you would you would cut to like thousands of years later and he would be he would get a little further in the story because the diamond was pushed back just a little further. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, so it would take, it would take the veil just a little bit longer to get to him. Like I loved how that was done. Like having him tell that story and letting him get a little further along in the story every time was like Heartbreaking. a genius way. Yeah. Like a genius way to show how all of the doctors are in sync um, as this moment is happening, but it's still the uh, same. It, it really, yeah. it really. The more you think about it, the more it accomplishes really deftly. Because on a, on a narrative level, yeah, you're feeling the power of this guy just not giving up for billions yeah. for billions of years, not giving up. Yeah. But it's also kind of a cool way to be like, well, is it the same or like what? Yeah, because he's telling the same story, so mm-hmm. it's it's the same. Uh, I don't want to say soul, but the same, char- same, same exact guy, the same character. He does the exact same thing every single time. The only difference is that he gets a little, he further. gets a little bit further every time. Yeah. Ugh. God, so good. <laughs> and then when you, f- and then so like, good. and then for the punchline to be like, I think it's one hell of a bird, like perfect. Like, yeah. It says everything you need to know about the show, about this character, about his mission. About, you know, like, I think that is his, like, you know, Batman and Commissioner Gordon at the end of Batman Begins. Like, I never said thank you and you'll never have to. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's that level of, like, an iconic moment for the Doctor. Yeah. It's really, really great. Um, Okay, so that final line about the hybrid. Yes. uh, That's what you're talking about? Okay, so the line is... You can probably still hear me, so just between ourselves, you've got the prophecy wrong. The hybrid is not half Dalek. Nothing is half Dalek. The Daleks would never allow that. The hybrid destined to conquer Gallifrey and stand in its ruins is me. So there, so there's, there's two ways of looking at this, in my opinion. One is that he's referencing the Eighth Doctor being half human. Um, yeah. And and so he's saying, oh, I'm I'm half human, like the Eighth Doctor said. I think he's actually talking about me. Oh. Uh, the hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And that took me ma- a little May or me. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, reason. Yeah. There's a reason her name is me. I think it's this line. Boom. That's okay. I like that a lot better because I like kind of. I almost rage quit the episode. I mean, it, I couldn't quit because it was done. But like, <laughs> <laughs> it quit you because you I can't yeah. fire me. I quit. <laughs> I was like, "Are you kidding me? No, they can't do this to me. Not now. Not after this glorious moment." And um, so that kind of tainted the whole episode for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, for me. It, but I like for oh. for myself. Okay. <laughs> for we the royal we. Um, <laughs> but I like that interpretation a lot because then that makes like. Yeah, okay, I like that. And I we like do that. know that she's in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, during the during the promo, she she could see her for like half a second. She was like, uh. Oh, I didn't see the promo. Okay, that makes mm-hmm. a lot more sense. Yay, yep. okay, I feel better yeah, about Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think it's her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I think it's just her. 
Um, but but I also definitely think that Moffat wrote it exactly like that. Yeah, it's almost kind to of a bait to sort of bait the audience. It's it, mm-hmm. like he just baited you. Classic, sort of classic, <laughs> oh, sort of classic Moffat <laughs> troll. I mean, remember when he named an episode yeah. the name of the Doctor? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And we were like, no. I mean, I was one of them. I was like, no, you cannot. And then it was like, you can't do that. that. You <laughs> totally did. Yeah, um, everything I did, I did in the name of sanity and peace. <laughs> The uh, by the way, the perfect cure song for this is uh, "Lullaby." Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's the perfect cure song to go along with this. Somebody make that fan vid. <laughs> Someone with way better video edi- editing for skills. once make a fan yeah. vid that isn't about like a love triangle. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just please, an old man punching we? a wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just an old man punching a wall. <laughs> we don't need no education. <laughs> It's a love, it's a it's a love triangle between a man, a wall, and that that monster. Oh God! <laughs> By the, the way, veil. it was called the Veil, which cool name for a monster, but like, I don't know. It was kind of like no, they never called it that. I mean, I don't know. It was just like a weird like the Veil. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, is that what it's called? Okay, cool. Well, my my favorite thing is that, and and this is going to mean nothing to you, Nick, okay. but Cassandra will get me. Um. It, the ve- so so the monster is called the veil right and yeah. uh the doctor at one point is uh digging a hole and if you consider the castle the veil's house then the doctor was digging a hole in the veil's yard <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh cuz the cuz the veil yard oh oh <laughs> Oh man, that's that's a terrible fun. That's a terrible, terrible pun. Please be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I will never be ashamed of myself. <laughs> this episode taught me I am anything. Quite proud of that. He was digging a hole in the veil's yard. Come on. <laughs> it only gets better with age, Cassandra. Yeah. You're gonna be giggling yeah. about that like a week from now. I know. I'm gonna like, uh, especially because it's Gallifrey. Yeah. Yep. Ah, uh, <laughs> the veil's no yard. Mad. <laughs> um, Nick, the explanation of that, and for anyone else who doesn't know what the Veilyard is, um, there was a Sixth Doctor story in which he meets a future, an evil future incarnation of himself that puts him on trial. Oh, I know about the Veilyard. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it because of knowing you, but like, I know about the Veilyard. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah. He, 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 he's come up before. Wasn't there like a, a, a? I remember there was like a week where uh, you and your former co-host thought that uh, John Hurt was actually the value. Yeah, it was certainly uh, an idea, a theory, mm-hmm. a theory. Yeah, um, I liked what he ended up being better though. Oh man, um, I, love that. I know Cassandra disagrees, but that's fine. I love that episode. <laughs> I know, I know. Um. I can watch it right now. Yeah. So. I actually, I like, um, I know it's not really a metaphor because it's literally supposed to be like, I am death, blah, blah, blah. But I like that this whole season has been kind of about the doctor cheating death and it kind of culminates in this whole 45 minute, like almost John Sartre play about like <laughs> him just in this room by himself with like death as a character kind of like 
Oh man, yeah. it had almost like a Chris, like, like a Christmas Carol vibe to it too. Like when he's in the yard and he's like digging his own grave. I'm like, oh man. Oh yeah. This is, like oh, this is good stuff. Yeah, like it's very gothy. <laughs> yeah, no, like it's yeah. so funny that this one, the one thing that he's afraid of. <clears throat> excuse me. It's it's so funny that the one thing he's been afraid of, he literally trapped in a room with it and dies billions of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, that's so. It's. Yeah, it's just. But what's what's crazy though is we're working off of uh, prestige rules, you yeah. know, where yeah. even though that that's the case, the doctor that ends the episode on Gallifrey hasn't died yet. Yeah, well, yeah, he's only he's only he's only been at that castle for like five days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, to like to his personal timeline. So that's right. It's interesting because um, you could. There's a way you could argue that like Moffat like out time of the doctored himself, and now the doctor is like billion bajillion years yeah. old. But yeah. he's not. But he's, you he's know? retained none of the knowledge and experience of a man that old. No, no. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. It's like, he hasn't really grown that much, but he'll never know. I know. Like, when I figured out it was a time loop and the, the montage started happening, I was like, why doesn't he just keep that shovel that just is there at the very beginning? But then I was like, oh, he's going to punch it. He's, mm. he's going to punch. He's going to punch the wall. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Do you think he, like, left himself that shovel as if, like, a hoping, like, hopefully I'll, I won't. I know me, but yeah, I like, know me better than this. But I hope I hold on to this. Like, please, this time, please, Come on. just keep the shovel. <laughs> and like, the first thing he does is like, well, oh, I don't need this. Yeah. What's How this long did thing? it take you guys to realize that he was in, trapped in a loop? Uh, not, not, not. Uh, pretty much like when it happened, I was like, oh, he's in a loop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I'm the same way. But I remember. When he walks into the room and sees the clothes like laid out, when he's like comes back in from being all wet yeah. and he just sees mm-hmm. his clothes laid out, I was like, that's weird and convenient. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I like, remember thinking like, I remember thinking like, oh, it's like a, it's like it resets. Like he's, he's going to pick that up the next time. Like I got that. But for some reason, I thought that the, like the room was doing it to him. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I kind of got like, oh, it's like a loop, but not to the extent of obviously what ended up happening yeah yeah um just like dying over and over and over and over and over again um yeah i just i i love the idea that i i just i love the 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 god i love like the character sort of like the conceptual character battle that's going on where he is punching a wall which is something that the doctor is not he's not a violent character. Yeah, not even you know? a physical character. Not not no, not really at all. Like other than running, which oh my god, I love that. I I've, I've run out of corridor. <laughs> if that's not a summed, summed up. up. <laughs> oh, such a good line. Yeah. Um so but but yeah, so like he's punching a wall of diamond, right? So he, he's punching this like immovable thing. Um, and trying to change it's like, it. Is this like 2,200, 400 times stronger than Diamond or something? Yeah, 400 times stronger than Diamond. And he's punching this thing. But then he's doing it knowing full well that he's going to die. And then – and slowly over the course of a day and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 he does it every time. And it's just like it, – it's, it's this weird like active physical thing. But – under the knowledge that, 
oh, but I'm I'm gonna go ahead and let myself die too. Yeah, like, it's like it's, it's a surrender. Crazy. It's a surrender, but it's also the ultimate like never give up kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a- like this is that that like Capaldi punching a wall is his caves of Andrazani. You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Like that's oh, man. that's what's so crazy and, is because he's just he's so determined to yeah, win. Yeah, and you know, and again, I really hate to keep like you know bringing one part of the show down to raise this one up, but you know, so many times during the the eleventh Doctor era, they kept like that had all of the fanfare of a hero. You know, like mm-hmm. he is the he is his the he is the strongest and most handsome. His his arms are like no one fights like eleven. No one like. it's like it's like when uh when when uh like 47 year old marty mcfly comes home and the 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 house is just like there he is king of the castle (laughs) every time he comes home yeah hey pops yeah like you just imagine like he like given more time with the tardis like 11 would have eventually programmed that into the (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely like Eleven's the kind of guy that makes Siri call him like daddy whenever he asks it a question. Oh god, um, oh, gross! But <laughs> I don't know, daddy. Um, but yeah, but I never really got the sense that Eleven was a hero in the way that Nine or Ten uh, or even John Hurt was like a you know like the sacrifice of a hero. But even though it's just literally him in a room with a diamond wall i just really got the sense of like oh you're 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 a you're a legend dude you know what i mean like witness yeah. witness me but but he's a legend that no one is going yeah, to it's, no one is going to know that like this happened. so thankless and so it's weird because he's not really doing it for anyone like there's not a village of people that will die if he doesn't... Well, he's kind of... I mean, he's, he's doing it for Clara's memory, Yeah, he's right? like... Because there's a beautiful moment where he's like, can't I lose just this once, please? Can I can I just give up? And, you know, Clara or, you know, his own mind at this point, she's like, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And... I love that... I love the ramifications of Clara being the manifestation of his mind. Yes. Um, because it tells you everything you need to know about the doctor's relationship with his companion. And like specifically, I don't know, because like I'm, I'm, I've been very critical, uh, even before the show of how the show has dealt with post companion doctor. Mm-hmm. Cause it's always like, oh, well, them's the breaks, you know, like it's, it's like the saddest thing in the whole wide world until the next episode. Right. Or when they do deal with, you know, post-companion, like, depression, it's in a really weird way, like, with Martha, where it's kind of gross, or with After uh, after the Pawns died, it's like, I'm gonna go hide in Dickensian England for 40 years because I'm weathered. And <laughs> and you're like, really? Like, I don't know. And it kind of got, like, a Dark Knight Rises kind of feel, where, like, really? That's all it took, man, for you to... Yeah. But I loved... Your 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 friends went and lived to death. And, and <laughs> yeah, you just um, you're like ah, that's it. Well, that's well it. Scott I'm, moved to Florida. I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Um, <laughs> you're friends with Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe's dead. They don't see you. anyway. Sorry. Um, <laughs> literally, everyone you've ever known is dead in some way. Miss Time Traveler. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's this great line in Community season six where. 
uh, Garrett's like roasting uh, one of the other characters is like one woman show. And it's like, so she keeps talking about her mother dying, which is the one thing that all mothers do. And it's like oh the God. saddest but funniest line. Um, <laughs> and, and, oh my God. And, anyway. Um, but yeah, but I really, it was so, like, I almost felt, I this episode made me more sad about Clara dying than Face the Raven did. Because I mean, they're, they're... yeah. Because because face the raven, you know, they, it 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 did it. It was a pull the rug out from under you kind of yeah, moment. Yeah, but this is like no, she's um, which is why I liked it so much. Yeah. It just felt like it felt like just another adventure in the way that Bad Wolf felt like just another adventure sure. until they pull the rug and they're like, actually, huge crazy Dalek invasion. So remember mm-hmm. all that all that reality show stuff we were doing for fun earlier yeah we just we just took it way more seriously out of nowhere <laughs> it's like oh like and and i like that i always like it when the show does that because i i like that i like when the big story comes out of something super super small you know yeah and it's yeah. like it's like we're literally we 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 started with an adventure in which uh in which clara's one-time companion from last season called her up because he had a tattoo on his neck and that's going to lead to the resurrection of the time lords like that's insane and, and i love and it possibly i love it that's like simpsons episode insane. yes yeah where it's like you know like that episode ended with for the episode that began with like a really kind of cheesy weakest link parody it's like right. this ends with him dying by the way Right. Um, oh God, it's crazy. And possibly the Doctor like waging war on Gallifrey. Because can you imagine if any of those Time Lords had anything to do with Clara dying? Right. Like he's like, I sucked you guys into a black hole. Like I don't know. I I love. I, I know. I know. I mean, I know this is like a guy that hasn't left room saying that he likes Sky. But like I love the Doctor's relationship with uh, with the Gallifreyans and like the Time Lords. Mm-hmm. In in New in Who, New Who, yeah, because it's so yeah. like I hate your I love you, but as soon as you come back, it's like the most dangerous, deadly, yeah, thing, yeah. worst yeah. thing in the world. Um, which which is actually funny because his relationship with them is also kind of fandom's relationship with Gallifrey <laughs> as a thing. Yeah. Because we always want them to come back because they're so interesting in concept, but every time they've come, the execution has been awful. It's like the Clone Wars. Like, with yeah. one exception. <laughs> with with only one exception being Deadly Assassin. But Oh, man. Um, and hopefully that, next week. And hopefully next week. Um, something else I noticed that I loved... Uh, and was probably I would assume was was a was a Talali uh, addition. Such a fun name um, to say. Choice. Yeah, it is. Um, was the fact that like when up until that one scene where uh, Clara like actually like talks to to the Doctor and like touches his face and stuff, um, we only see the back of her like at the chalkboard mm-hmm. or whatever, which and she's wearing the same outfit that she died in and we are only seeing the back of her because that's all the doctor saw when she died. Oh my gosh. And that's so good. That's so sad. It is really sad. That's like the saddest <clears throat> thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's good, though. It's good. Another thing I really like about this episode and how it kind of ties in everything, at least everything that, like, Moffat had a hand in this season, was, you know that, like, weird little, like, five-minute short at the very, very beginning, and it was, like, the doctor's meditation, and it was like, oh, this is silly. Um, I like how that this kind of parallels that, and it's like a Time Lord prison, so what is the one thing that the Doctor fears? It's death, and what is another thing that the Doctor fears? It's, like, actually being alone and, like, thinking about, like, his life and whatever. And, like, I think it's really cool that we take that, like, five-minute short concept and then, like, expand it into an episode that spans, like, billions of years of the Doctor having to face death and repeatedly meditate on, like, not only his life, but, like, his companion dying and how is he going to get out of this one. And I just, I really liked how that kind of ties this all together, um, like, thematically. Absolutely. Um, which I thought was very clever. Such a good episode. Yeah. Like, it even happens in a castle. Like, we start off the season in a castle and we kind of end the season in a castle. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he even say something about why he's in, why he chose a castle to hide out in? In the um, first episode? He says something about why he's hiding there. And I don't I, remember. And I, and, I, and I remember thinking it was like a weird thing to say at the time, but I bet if we look back, whatever he said was yeah. uh, hinting at this episode. And, like, they dig a hole for water, and he keeps digging a hole, and they're like, oh, man, it's so good. Oh, that's right. Well, that was, that was like, the, uh, that was, like, the, uh, digital thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the little, the little prologue, prequel, whatever it Mm -hmm. was they want to call it. Um, yeah. No, that's, that's, uh, that's interesting. The other thing, too, is that, uh, the doctor in this, he says, um... He says, uh, oh, I, I, I came here the long way around yes. or I got here the long way around, which, which and, and the the wall that he's punching says home in it, which is why mm-hmm. he's punching the wall because he's like, oh, home. I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the Day of the Doctor, the episode ends with him saying, I'm going home, home the long, the long way, way around. around. Oh. Yeah. I finally know where I'm going. I'm home the long way around yeah that epic shot of like all 11 of them like standing up and looking up right right yeah no sir all 13 (laughs) yeah (laughs) by the way i i love that that was such a uh uh i i love that line like i love that line because i love day of the doctor but it was kind of a like my real name is Khan moment because i'm like what the hell does that mean to anyone else but the viewers? Yeah. So what did he say? Who, who, who said this? He said that he came home the long way around. Oh. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we have, it was K-9? Was it, who, 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 who's? <laughs> no, it's a thing that he said in voiceover in a fantasy sequence where he imagined all of his other versions looking up at the sky. Oh. Okay. Like, it was such a nothing <laughs> reference. To, I, I kind of loved it. Um. 
just like if if anyone asks me, if anyone asks who who sent you, just go. <laughs> They'll know. <laughs> Will they? Uh, I don't know, guys. I just saw a picture of uh, Matt Smith sitting on a on a couch with uh, uh, Amy and uh, Amy and Rory. Sure. And mm-hmm. and I'm just like I'm just like that's ah, weird because now it's Rip Hunter, Gamora, and Skynet. That's weird. weird. Is it though? Is it? Is <laughs> when I look at Matt Smith, I don't think Skynet. I think I know, but I'm just thinking like what's <laughs> what's, what's the big? Because they all got big American jobs. I'm like, oh yeah, they're all like working in America now. And then I was like, yeah, Gamora, Rip Hunter, and. Skynet, yeah, Skynet, the, yeah. the bad guy in that Ryan Gosling movie that got booed out of Con like a year ago. Yeah, um, that's kind of cool. Weird. It's kind of cool though that of the three of them, Karen Gillan is like far and away the best career. Um, that doesn't really surprise yeah, me. She's, she's so good, but I mean, yeah, she she's was about really to good. be in that uh, that James Ponsolt movie, The Circle, based on that Dave Eggers novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in the new like Ty West movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I don't think I don't think I've said this on the show, but Karen Gillan directed a really really good short film about uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's about a B horror movie actress in not unlike the Twelfth Doctor in this episode, but stuck in like a living hell of taking awkward con photos with nerds and like <laughs> doing like sad Q and As like half empty audiences. Oh, and man. it was just, it's a really cool movie and she's also in it, but it's really, um, it's, it's, it's kind of admirably, uh, like vanity free because like her character for no reason had just gotten out of like a bad Botox operation. So her lips are like really puffy and like, mm-hmm. she's really sweaty and I don't know. I was, I was like, this is like, no one's really tapped into what Karen Gillan is yet because you see her and you're like oh she's like a waif and she's like really tall and attractive but like she has a really warped sense of like humor and like create i don't know like i i watched that short and i was like you could make something really cool someday yeah well i mean that's the that's the thing right it's just like ever since doctor who all three of them have been like avoiding anything remotely similar to yeah you know like like to to matt smith's request but like i mean to to his defense i mean you know i I didn't like Lost River, but it was a very interesting movie. Um, yeah, and I I haven't had the pleasure of, uh, you know, like you know, like uh, what's his name, uh, Arthur Darvel did like Broadchurch and like Once, mm-hmm. and now like uh, now he's got the Beatles, the Beetleborgs on the CW. Uh, what is it? I, I I jokingly called it the Beetleborgs, but I'm, I, I've heard it looks really cool. <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard it. I haven't seen the trailer yet. Oh, it looks it's. Incredible. I know. I'm just. I'm um, not in that universe yet. Like I haven't really. Like I've watched one episode of The Flash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it just keeps getting. I like how a year ago I was like, "There's two seasons of Arrow. I'll never catch up." Now it's like four <laughs> seasons of Arrow, two seasons of The Flash, one season of this behemoth. <laughs> well, there you Nothing go. Nothing but homework. Um. So anyway, uh, yeah. So what, what did what did you guys think of like the whole mind palace thing? It was cool. I mean, I liked that it was more. Emo- it was like an emotional. It was like my. It was like a glass cage of emotion, uh, mm-hmm. which which is kind of <laughs> cool because you know we, Moffat has said a lot about how like you know 
the Doctor and Sherlock are not the same character because Sherlock is a you know the Sherlock's mind palace is like his loved ones like yelling at him for being stupid, you know, like, uh-huh. oh bad little baby fat girl can't solve the mystery I'm Mycroft, but like the, the <laughs> but the Doctor's mind palace is like you know the person that he loves more than anything, like telling him not to give up, and I I thought that was really kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I like I like, I like I I liked that it kind of broke broke it up because like every time he was in the TARDIS I was like okay well he's about to die and he's in time <laughs> yeah, it almost became a joke it's <laughs> like, it almost, I felt like it was playing it for laughs at some point because he would just walk in like okay what do we do I am yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right let's let's solve this um I I, I did like that the um, like the chalkboard element because I know that we hadn't like seen the chalkboard in a while and I like that it kind of tied it in with listen to yeah him. it's kind of it's um, kind of elegantly and subtly become part of his iconography because yeah. they haven't really been shoving it down and i like words, but it's really cool yeah and i like that he he tied it in with clara and that one line is like oh you're always teaching me and i'm like oh yeah that's so good like, <laughs> and you're like oh did he get the chalkboard because of her you know what i mean like yeah uh, oh when he updated the tardis he put chalkboards in because she's a teacher yeah. Bless. Um, can we talk a little <laughs> bit about his his uh, his three confessions, or his two confessions? I believe it was. I mean, well, really, one. It was. It was. It was three. But like one of them was just that he was afraid to die, and it's like, well, okay, we yeah, all. He are. was like, I'm afraid to die. <laughs> I didn't leave Gallifrey because I was bored. That was never true. I left because I was scared. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. That was cool. And then. It was funny, but when he when he meant he's he's actually I'm pretty sure he's said that before. Well, don't tell the veil. Um, or like I think he's confessed that on the show before. I don't remember which doctor it was. Or like did I, I don't know for some reason I, I kind of want to go back and watch the doctor's wife because I almost feel like that's something Astrid said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know there was I for a, for a second I thought the hybrid was just like a throwaway thing, kind of like the. The scene and um after the flood, where what's her name was like oh after the great calamity you know what I mean I thought it was like more like world building like oh the hybrid that's kind of cool but then it ended up being like the spine of the right yeah 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 um oh I think it was it was uh it was the tenth doctor um and it was when he was talking about um. When the master was talking about standing in front of the the time vortex, the the uh, untempered schism, you know, mm-hmm. and he was said that um, that uh, you could either it was either one of three things would happen: you would either get inspired, run away, or go mad. And and Martha asked him which one he was, and he said, "Oh, I ran away, and I never stopped." Yeah, yeah, because he's scared. <sighs> Scaredy cat. Scaredy cat. <laughs> chicken (laughs) yeah um but yeah no the the hybrid thing is interesting i don't i well i should say it's interesting because i don't know if it's interesting or not (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're like like it's i'm sick of the prophecy thing like really sick of prophecies on the show i'm sick of prophecies Mm -hmm. in like cinema and television at this point yeah in storytelling like narratives um uh so i'm not and in like a hybrid just i i've seen that before like i don't i like hybrids okay like you mean like um 
What is that? What was that? Uh, what 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 is the what is the vampire werewolf movie series? Twilight. Oh. Oh well, <laughs> that there is that. Oh, Underworld. Um, the one before that. What? Yeah, Underworld. Underworld. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing, right? Oh, the hybrid. All right. (laughs) It's something that Um, could There's a hybrid in Preacher. I mean, uh, the comic book series. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, Hybrids. All right. Not that cool. I like the idea (laughs) of it, you know, because I remember watching the the promos and seeing um, uh, a shielder, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing there? You know what I mean? Like, this isn't your fight like get out of here but i'm like oh but if she's the hybrid then it could be like a um oh uh like a twilight like you know kind of like a breaking dawn situation where maybe like gallifrey is like hey that's not supposed to exist kill it with fire and the doctor's like no she's my friend right that's certainly possible um i'm a little bit bummed that it, it looks like we're not going to get a um harold skinner uh return to the show (laughs) <laughs> Which? What was his? What's his name? What's his real name? Timothy, Timothy Dalton. Dalton. Um, Mister Skinner. Skinner. <laughs> um, Arrest me! I'm a slasher. Oh, prices! Oh, prices! <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't look like it. Um, but that's okay. I mean, he was that. That was stunt casting. I mean, he was playing. He was playing a, a very particular Time Lord character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who, who I am more than okay with not coming back. I'm. Uh, I'm a little. Yeah. I'm. I'm during the <laughs> during the promo for the next. I'm really into the idea because like there were not only shots of like you know the Gallifrey and High Council, but there was also like like a grunt. In like Gallifrey armor, like oh, he's not doing all right, and I'm like, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. How like <laughs> we're gonna see like scrub level time lords? Yeah, well, I mean that that's the thing is it Gall- Gallifrey politics is confusing. <laughs> yeah, because so, there's there's the time lords and they're like royal royalty sort of like the rich kids, but then there's also like just like Gallifreyans and yeah, there's. It seems like they don't have the same powers of Time Lords, yeah. but well, I don't know what they do yeah, would, or why they're there. Yeah, it, or... it would be like if for some reason humans were called like the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, yeah, there are Dallas Mavericks who are humans, but not all humans are Dallas Mavericks. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's weird. Uh, hopefully they'll uh, come up with something cool. Um, as far as like how that culture works, yeah, I think. I mean, it would be a real shame if Hellbent kind of like didn't stick the landing, but we really have no reason to believe that it that it won't. That's true. Um, also, the uh, Sisters of Karn. Yes, yeah, they're they're also there. So oh, who'd have thought we'd we see the... them more than once this season? Yeah, right. We got the sisters. We got a shielder. We got time lords. We got Gallifreyans. We met a little Gallifreyan boy yeah. today. For a split second, when we when they first showed the boy, I was like, "Oh, really, Davros again?" Hello, like, that's <laughs> hi, Davros. Totally what I thought. I'm filled I with like, hi oh, again. Okay. Um, I like like he just sees him and just like breaks his neck. <laughs> just like who's next? How do you do? My <laughs> name's Davros. I created the Dalek race. 
<laughs> I just punched through a wall of diamonds. <laughs> I want Holyfield. <laughs> he just like he just. It's like a scene. He just breaks him over. It's his like knee. a scene. He just like. <laughs> yeah. He lifts him over his head, and the music is just like swelling as he's just yelling a war cry and just like. <laughs> no more. <laughs> Yo, Clara! I did Yo, it, Clara. <laughs> Um. So uh, so anyway, lots of stuff. Yeah, um, I'm I am fascinated to see what goes down next week because mm-hmm. you know what? Like I'm, the show is just taking such big swigs of story. You know, mm-hmm. like think of, in the past two episodes, Clara's dead. The Doctor died and lived for two billion years, and now he's on Gallifrey. Like, mm-hmm. not 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 even what the hell's going to happen on Saturday. What the hell's going to happen next season? I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. what What's going to happen in order for us to get the Christmas special? I know. Like, what happens after this? Yeah. I'm, I'm uh. kind of ready for a... I kind of like the idea of the Christmas special being like a palate cleanser. Yeah, that's why I think it's going to be kind of like a chill, like rom com kind of. Which feel. is what you want after the holidays, like 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 the love actually of Doctor Who Christmas special. Yes, which by the way, oh. they need to get him back. <laughs> they really do. Then again, like uh, they brought Neil Gaiman back once, that, and it wasn't so great. That's true. Um, maybe, maybe maybe just maybe maybe just let him sit with Vincent and the Doctor and just chill. Sure. Here's here's a fun fact okay. that uh, that. I found extremely interesting. Okay. This is the first penultimate episode of Stephen Moffat's tenure on Doctor Who not to feature the Cybermen. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that so it's weird? the first penultimate episode not to feature the Cybermen. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Wait, hold on. The Cybermen are in every penultimate episode. Okay, of okay. Moffat's so they're game. in the Pandorica opens, right? With the creepy head, right? And then they're in whatever that one was. Closing time, right? Closing time. Yeah. Closing time. Yeah. Closing time. Was... They were also in the penultimate, uh, the penultimate episode of the. Um, oh my god! Two. Yeah, but yeah, and then and then Lassie. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. It would have been cool if, like, right at the very... Isn't that weird? It would have been cool if... That's absurd. Right at the very yeah. end, there's, like, one Cyberman that just, like, waves. <laughs> yeah. He's, there's just a Cyberman, like, up against a wall, like a knight. Like a, like a knight's armor, yeah. you know? <laughs> just a Cyberman. Hello. At some point, the Doctor has to hide in there. What if, like... Okay, oh okay so... So, okay. So, uh, Heaven Sent, right? He's like, <laughs> go, tell ya! Tell your bastard kings I'm coming to kill you. <laughs> Rip out your spine. And the kid's like running. And then the doctor's like, yeah, damn right you're running. And then um, like you hear something coming from above and it's a Cyberman like with rocket, like <laughs> rocket feet. And it slowly lands in front of the doctor. And then like the little face sl- flap opens and it's Danny. <laughs> and he's just like, Are you ready for this doctor? <laughs> right or die. <laughs> 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 I'm 
I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it and for then, And then part two is just like an extended Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> just Danny and... Of the oh two of them just, just murdering every everyone in Galifrey. I, I am hoping that the... I would not be... I would not be disappointed if the Doctor being back with the Time Lords not being unlike the Council of Ricks. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see how Moffat deals with the Time Lords. Yeah. They they have yet to ever be interesting uh, outside of in theory. Sure. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't wait. Because even in Deadly Assassins, or in the Deadly Assassin, the Gallifrey, like the Time Lords are not what makes that story interesting. Or Right, good. right. <laughs> they're just kind of there to get shot at. Right. Spoilers, but... the, right. The best... <laughs> they're like, they're, it's, it's a nice setting. Yeah, and and like they're they're nice set pieces. Yeah, you know what the, the characters it's sort of, of the like, Time Lord. It's sort of yeah. like how getting ready for Christmas is sometimes more fun than actual Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah. It's like the yeah. best moment of any Gallifrey story is the shot, the the reveal shot of Gallifrey. Right. Like, <gasps> um, yeah. Do you count Day of the Doctor as a as a, as a Time Lord story? No. Okay. No, because you don't. We don't really know. Did we? Did we really see any Time Lords, or did we just see militarized Gallifrey? Sure, yeah, not really in their prime, like Knights yeah. of the Old Republic. Yeah, because like, aren't time? Isn't Time Lords like a, a title, and it's like the aristocracy, and you had to go to like this academy and whatever else? Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's like a little snobby, right? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. that's the whole thing, and and that's why the doctor is such a black sheep because he's not he's not snobby like everyone else. He doesn't fit in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's like him and the master and the Ronnie. They're just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. Well, but even even the master and the Ronnie, like I would say that they would have fit in. They were just evil. <laughs> you know yeah yeah because okay. they're they're all they're all they're both pretty snobby um they think they're better than everyone else they just <laughs> also think they're better than all of gallifrey too yeah um whereas the doctor doesn't so much he's just like yeah uh, i just i'm just not interested i want to go adventuring mm-hmm. yeah you think we'll um, ever get like a like like a seventeen-year-old doctor and master story. Oh my gosh! Uh, I, I it's like one of those things that I'm just like I would love this, but I would also hate this. Yeah, like imagine like this <laughs> is getting. I mean, I'd kind of. I honestly, I I think. Imagine if, what if it turned out? Oh my god! <laughs> what if it turned out that it was all a smokescreen? And that the new Doctor Who spinoff class was about, like, the Time Lord Academy. Yes! Shut exactly. Up. Like, like, oh my god. Like, Doctor Who first class. Like, imagine, like, 18-year-old <laughs> Doctor being like, I'm a Gryffindor! I'm gonna punch Destiny in the face! And then, like, the Master being like, I'm Tom Hiddleston, and I'm a Slytherin, and you need to study your books. And we're gonna make uh. out. <laughs> but yeah, I'm all for, like, young Doctor, young Master... What what if it guys? What if it's a smokescreen and that's actually what that is? I'd be interested. Because like like after the season finale, they announce that it's actually not called class; it's called like you know Time Lord Academy or something. Like the academy, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'd be into that. Um, I but 
and we can get around um, naming them because the Doctor and Master will only refer to each other as Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they have, didn't they have Academy names? Yeah, um, I think the Doctor is like Theta or something. Yeah. And I oh, well, there you go. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Doctor yeah. Doctor Theta, someone Sigma, aren't they? Something? Uh, probably, guys, go yeah. on Twitter, hash, Some other hashtag guy. class yes. <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of our listeners, uh, we're at five new reviews, guys. Ooh, uh, so we're ha- nice. we're halfway there, and it's not even Christmas. Oh, that's so fantastic. keep the new reviews coming. If you want, who's a good hashtag? Who's a good dog? Uh, <laughs> in 2016, we just need five more new reviews. <laughs> oh man! All right. I am. I'm into it. I'm excited. I, I I hope we get five more reviews because uh, don't you don't you want Nick to record a podcast on his own? <laughs> just be just, just don't you just want him to just be a crazy person under a blanket in his apartment <laughs> talking to no one d- talking to it's no like one. It's like the about, podcast about it's like <laughs> robot dog. It's like the podcast equivalent of this episode of Doctor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's some slowly. He's going to die. One hundred and forty-six no! billion. I'm just times. punching a wall made of diamond, but it's like called canine. Who's a good dog? Who's a good dog? <laughs> I need to know. Oh my god! Affirmative. <laughs> Can you imagine if at the end of that stoop, that twenty-foot wall of diamond, it's just like canine? Hello. <laughs> Yeah. And then he's just like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you, you little bastard. <laughs> 12 hates uh, No, it ends. It ends. And it's his canine. And then it just it comes up. Hashtag who's a good hashtag dog. Who's a good <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, my God. Muffet's a listener. He's been listening to us the whole he time. He wants the podcast. Oh, so you didn't like Series 7? Oh, well. One of the one of the one of the reviews is from S. Moffitt. Dear douchebags. Oh, oh man. Oh god, that's uh, so good. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, next week. Uh, next week is uh, Hell Bent. Um, what do we think of the title? Heaven sent. I like Hell heaven. Bent. I like heaven. Oh, I don't know what the hell it means, but um, yeah, I like the title, but I don't know what it means in the context of the story. Yeah, I'm standing by my thing that it is because he teleported in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure, but uh, Hellbent I feels obvious. Um, yes, it's, but I don't know about heaven sent. It might have just been convenience uh of like oh that'll be that that will that'll sound cool that follows is a great that does that doesn't give any like indication of what this is gonna be cool yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah exactly he um, probably needed like a rhyming pair he's just like oh man yeah yeah all right um all right well that's uh that's heaven sent uh we'll be back next week with hell bent um really looking forward to seeing what Moffat does with the Time Lords. Because uh, mm-hmm. I will say, the few times that he's dealt with them, I have enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Like, I like 
all of the Gallifrey scenes in Day of the Doctor a lot. And I really liked that found footage, um, that found footage, like, prologue for Day of the Doctor that he did, um, with the, uh, with the Gallifreyans, Gallifreyan soldiers, uh, getting attacked by Daleks in the Time War. Yeah. That was really cool. So, I don't know. Um, into it. In, can, um, I thought you said Growlifans, and that got, oh. that got my imagination stirring about, like, imagine a race of other, like, canines, but they're wearing, like, the Gallifrey and, like, robes, <laughs> and they're called Growlif- Growlifreyans. All right. That's fair. I like that, too. <laughs> For it. It's fine. Sure, why not? Um, if you have thoughts about Growlifans... <laughs> Find the post for this episode on the DodgersCompanion.us and leave a comment. We've been getting a lot of comments. Uh, One of our longtime listeners uh, disagreed with us completely about last week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love love discourse. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I love love, uh, talking to people. Yeah. So uh, everybody go... Go and uh, leave comments on the post of these episodes, and uh, let's let's get a little community of discussion going between everybody. Because right now it feels like everyone's talking at us instead of like with each other. So let's let's uh, let's let's get a little community going. It's fun. Um, so you can do that. You can also, if you want to talk at us, the best way of doing that is actually sending us an email: tdcpodcast at gmail uh, if you're on Twitter, you can follow us there at TDC Pod or our personal accounts. I'm at Scott Corelli. Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez. And Cassandra is at Darkhearted Rose. If you like the show, do us a favor. Leave us a review on iTunes. We've had five new reviews. If we get to ten by the end of the year, Nick is going to start his canine podcast, uh, Who's a Good Dog, <laughs> in which he will review every episode of the canine series. Uh, how many episodes? 20... 25, I think. Wow. All right. So he's going to do that. Uh, uh, there you go. Um, but uh, most importantly, be our street team. If you know anyone who likes Doctor Who but isn't listening to the show, tell them about it. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll like it. Maybe they'll like us. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been very positive lately. Uh, yeah. With the exception of... Uh, with the exception of the the found footage episode, but Nick really liked it. So even in that, yeah, there was there was there was some positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's rarely a time where all of us are like boo yeah. boo, like yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so definitely uh, definitely let everyone know that they should be listening to us. Um, and uh, that's it. Uh, and uh, now we'll uh, we'll leave you with uh, musical guest uh, the Cure. <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Bis. Bis.